on this episode of the Parenting with Understanding podcast, we are going to dive into the five root causes of power struggles with our children and how to move forward. I watched a TikTok. There was a mom that she said, I'm going to show you that gentle parenting just takes a lot longer. And then there was a cookie on the floor and her little toddler was he was playing with some kind of pieces or Legos or some kind of something with a, bas with a basket. He was digging on the basket and then she was, please pick up the cookie. Please pick up the cookie. Pick up the cookie, please. And then she would repeat and repeat and repeat. And then she said, I'm going to show you that the, my, my method, the traditional method is just a lot faster. And then she yelled pick up the cookie. And then the, the toddler startled. He looked at her, he picked up the cookie. So what happened? There is for sure, for sure a way to make this parenting style work a lot faster. But what makes us get tangled up in those power struggles, even though we are practicing gentle, respectful parenting? On this podcast episode, we're going to to unveil or break down this topic. So when you leave, you know what the root cause is and how to move forward. But before that, there, hello, my name is Marcela Collier. I'm the CEO and founder of HIC Parenting Education Agency. And we are an agency, a group of parenting coaches committed to help parents directly to give them direct guidance step-by-step step for 14 weeks in our 14-week Parenting with Understanding coaching program. So you move from, I know the parent that I want to be, to know I, to, I know how to be the parent I want to be. I know I have the tools and I have the confidence and the direction to make these respectful parenting with understanding, gentle parenting, however you want to call it, the parenting style in my household. And, and if that's you, I encourage you to fill out our application because you get to book a free discovery call with a member of my team where you can get to ask more questions about the program. And if you see that this is something that you need, you can enroll in HIC Parenting Education. Okay, let's go to the podcast episode. But before I want to share with you the story of Chelsea, she was on the same position that may, maybe you are, that she wanted, she wanted to be a respectful parent. She knew what she wanted to have in her parenting, but just the coaching was what gave her the transformation because it provided the, the plan that she needed for her family. When I first started this, um, parenting program, I felt like I knew the parent that I wanted to be, but I didn't know how to get there. I didn't have the tools and the knowledge. Um, I wanted to parent with understanding, be able to be gentle with my kids and hear them, understand them, know where they're coming from. And then in going through this program, it gave me all the tools that I needed. There was such a shift. Um, you know, my kids, it was always 
the fights and the power struggles and the yelling with the information that I was getting and I was utilizing it in myself and my parenting, the power struggles were going away. The yelling was going away. Um, the family dynamic was just a lot easier. I'm Rachel. And I'm Marcela. And you're listening to the Parenting with Understanding podcast. We are parenting coaches who have helped millions of parents like you all over the world go from feeling isolated and hopeless, unable to break the cycle of permissive or punitive parenting, to feeling confident in parenthood and connected to their children's needs. Let's talk about the five underlying causes of power struggles and how to move forward so we can have a happy, connected relationship with our children, even practicing gentle parenting, parenting with understanding. So number one, understanding the role of needs. So let's go back to the story I was telling you about, about the mom on TikTok showing that there was a cookie on the floor and then she kept telling her toddler, pick up the cookie, please. Pick up the cookie, please. Pick up the cookie, please. So what was the need here? What was the need here? We, as parents, we have needs the same way our children have needs. And according to research, every single behavior that we display and that our children display is the communication of an unmet need. So when we repeat ourselves over and over again, it's highly possible that our need to be heard is there. Our need to be heard. And that's what possibly, very highly possibly led this parent to yell. Not because we've, we don't yell because we find that that's the right approach or that's the the, the thing that how we want to relate to our children is because we don't feel heard and our need to be heard is there. Um, many times that and that need may take us to do things like that. So that was the mom's need. Let's go to the child's need. The child's need, he was very hyper-focused on his work. And this was a toddler. And developmentally, I know that children under five can focus on one thing at a time. So if the mom was at the other side, the child was not even looking at her. And then she kept repeating herself, pick up the cookie, please. And then he kept being, he was very focused on what he was doing. So all these stories that we grew up with come up to us. He's not listening because he's defiant. He's not listening because he, he doesn't care about what I have to say. I'm not saying that this mom was thinking that. But I know that many of us think that or act from that belief that if our children don't listen to us right away, it's because they're blindly disobe disobeying us. They're, they're disobedient. They're defiant. So what happens? And we do this with our clients in HIC Parenting Coaching. When we go into understanding our children's mindset, which is the ability to see into their inner world and see how they are experiencing the current situation, we are able to get out of 
those limiting beliefs of our children that they're defined, that there's they just don't want to listen to us, that they think our voice doesn't matter. And we start seeing their needs and behaviors for how they are. And this is what I saw. I saw there a very hyper-focused child on an activity, on a task. His need for focus and attention was completely there. He was completely engaged in what he needed to do. And because developmentally, he is not able to respond or multitask or focus his attention to multiple things at the time, his little ears and his little mind tuned out mommy's voice for that time. So his need for focus and her need to be heard were clashing. Those needs were going up against each other. And that's why it ended up in this, in this incident that the mom ended up yelling. And then she said, you see, gentle parenting doesn't work. I yelled and then he, he complied right away, right away. Of course, he got startled and he was like, oh, what's happening? He looked left and right. He looked at his mom and then he was able to, to hear. At the same time, what is the cost? What is the cost there if we teach our children that that's the way they pay attention to us? It, yelling does work faster. It does work faster. I'm not saying it doesn't. What is the cost though? So how do we move from there? Let's go to number two. So number one, the, un, understanding the role of unmet needs. Number two, going into communication, effective communication. And we know that yelling is not an effective way of communicating with others. Let's not even think about children. Let's think in general. We know that communicating with our bosses, with, with our spouses, with our neighbors, with our friends is not a healthy way of communicating. So expecting that yelling is an effective way of communicating with our children it's just us convincing ourselves that traditional methods is just the way to go. So we know that. And maybe I'm here preaching to the choir because you are a faithful listener to this podcast and you're already looking for better ways and to communicate to your children. So I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here. Now, if you're still falling into that pattern of yelling, what is taking you there, number one? And we can talk about this. We're going to talk about this in a little bit. But let's uh, bear with me on this topic of communication. Because when we train our children to listen to us with, on our, uh, with our yelling voices, when we already are yelling, that's the tone that is set up for our house. I'm, I'm, I'm even thinking about this mom. She has a toddler. She's, if she's setting up that standard, that tone, how is her dynamic going to be five years from now when her, her son is seven, when her son is 10? I want to expand grace to this mom because the fact that she tried gentle parenting first is a huge test. I feel sad that she said that she already came to the conclusion that this parenting style doesn't work. 
And I want, if you, if she's listening to me, or if you are in the same position, before you quit, before you quit this gentle parenting style, this parenting with understanding style, what brought you here on the first place? And does that reason still matter? And if it still matter, then listen to me. Power struggles are a feed off energy. They're feed off energy. If our children see us escalated, heightened, they're going to match up to us. So let's go back to the cookie, the cookie example to see what is the, what, what is the communication approach based on her needs and this child's needs. So he was very hyper-focused and she had the need to be heard. So one way to approach it, considering both of their needs, is the child is hyper-focused on something. The cookie can wait. The cookie is not doing anything to the floor. The cookie can wait. Waiting for a natural break, meaning waiting for him to disengage from that current activity to engage him into the conversation, is a really great way to meet the mom's needs to be heard and the son's needs to focus on his activity. Let's just say that cookie cannot wait. For some reason, it cannot wait. Then it is as simple knowing that developmentally, children at that age can only focus on one thing at a time to go where he's at, wrap his shoulder gently, making sure that he looks at you and repeat the instruction and gently took his hand, take his hand and go to that place playfully where the cookie is at and do a cooking, cooking, picking up the cookie dance party, <laughs> making it a game and that's it. The mom's needs would have been met, the child's needs are met, and the connection is still there. But Marcela, if we teach our children everything, that everything is fun and games, then they're going to expect that everything is fun and games. That's, um, that's something that is coming from the way that we were raised, from our old woundings with the topic of joy and play. Because if we were raised in a household that play was on one side or having enjoyment was on one side and chores and responsibility at the other side, it's very, uh, it makes sense that you see how both cannot coexist. And I'm here to tell you that both can coexist. And because we enjoy our chores, our responsibilities, and we have fun while doing it, that doesn't mean that we're doing it wrong or we cannot do it right. I have a lot of fun in my work every single day. I laugh, I smile. I cannot wait to start working every single day because I enjoy my work. And I believe that I am doing a good job. With our clients in HIC Parenting Education, we see great transformations every single week. On social media, I show up every day and I'm not saying all this to pat myself on the back. I'm saying this to say that it's, it's okay if our children learn that they can have fun 
that they can have joy, that they can have connection while they take care of responsibilities. Both can coexist. So let's move on to the next step. So there are five things I want to give you today. Number one, the role of unmet needs. Number two, the communication breakdown. And number three, let's talk about healing. Because the conception that we have about our children and power struggles are fed up a lot of times based on the, the unconscious ways we are bringing our childhood woundings into our parenting. So let's just say this mom, the cookie story mom, I don't know her inner world, but let's just suppose that in her inner world, she was raised with children need to listen right away. They need to comply right away. They need to obey. If a, if a parent is talking or if an adult talks and the child listens right away, otherwise, you get punished, otherwise you get yelled at, otherwise you get you experience some kind of pain. So if that the story, the narrative that she has from childhood, it makes sense to me that when she's trying gentle parenting, pick up the cookie, please. And all those narratives of he needs to listen right away, otherwise. He needs, there is going to be a punishment attached to this. If all those messages are competing against her efforts for gentle parenting, it makes sense that the, the outcome of that is yelling. It makes sense. So this is the compound, the compound work that we do in HIC parenting education with our clients. We die deep into their past. We don't stay there because we don't do therapy, but we do go there to reveal the patterns, the unconscious thoughts and belief systems that they're bringing without knowing into their parenting. And from there, we start rewiring these parents' beliefs from the ground up. So in this case of the cookie mom, when she sees her child not responding right away, instead of the narrative of he is not listening because he's defined, she will have a different narrative. She will have the narrative of needs. And that's parenting with understanding. She will have the narrative of because my child didn't turn his head right away, that doesn't mean my voice is not valuable. And that doesn't mean he's defined. There is a need. I have a need to be heard. And my child has a need to focus. And that's why he's not turning right now. So how, how can we meet both of us needs? And that outcome can only happen when there is healing. There is a lot of healing happening with our clients in our 14-week program. There is a lot of healing because healing and rewire our parenting go together. They go side by side they they go hand to hand and then the fifth the fifth thing that that is a root cause of power struggles is the topic of boundaries if there is not a clear boundary for our children 
there is no way that they're going to to be able to uh, to work with us because they don't, they don't know where to start. They don't know where to get it. Like they don't know what the structure of the boundary is. When we tell our children, just, just gotta listen, listen, you're not listening. What does that mean? What does that, what does listening mean? Explain steps, explain. That means it's time to go. And that means we're going to put our shoes on. We're going to brush our teeth. We're going to put our coats on and get in the car. And that's what listening is right now. And yes, it's very elementary. And yes, like, isn't this um, second nature or not second nature? Isn't this obvious for our children? It's not. It's not. But Marcela... I tell them that way, and then they're still digging their heels. Let's go back to the la the other steps. We talk about needs. What is the need? We talk about communication. What is your communication there? Is your communication connected or disconnected? We talk about uh, childhood woundings and us bringing all narratives onto our gentle parenting. What percentage of are of that is still permeating and dictating our parenting? What percentage of our old narratives is still dictating our parenting? And once we figure out that, then we can talk about, okay, now from a place of connection, from a place of integration, and from a place of confidence, I can communicate that boundary. I see that you're having a really hard time following the instruction of putting your shoes on. I wonder what's going on. The other day, the other day, my children, one of them, one of them, he was like, no, I'm not going to brush my teeth. It's never been a problem. Or like, it hasn't been a problem for a long time that you don't want to brush your teeth. What's going on? No, the, the toothpaste, the new toothpaste that he bought is too spicy. Okay, now I understand your reasons. So when we get in that, on that place of curiosity, when we get curious instead of furious, as my parenting coach says, we are able to find solutions together. We are able to. So number one, the role of a man needs Number two, communication is key. Number three, emotional regulation, the way that we, trans the energy that we're putting into our interaction with our kids dictate if we're going to get into power struggles or not. Number four, our childhood woundings are and toxic narratives for us to be aware of those and not to allow them to dictate our parenting. And number five, setting clear, clear boundaries from a place of connection. Those are the things that I want you to walk away from this podcast episode. And if you are watching us on YouTube, I have a question for you. My question is, how committed you are to work on yourself? If you're 100% committed, just drop the 100% emoji and that will let me know. And thank you 
or listening to this podcast episode. It helps us so much. And you know what can help us a lot? Leave us, leave us a review. Open the description. Leave us a review. Let us know how this podcast helped you. And remember to apply to HIC Parenting Education if you say yes. Tips and strategies from this podcast and others are great. But I do need a parenting coach by my side to let me see the things that I'm not seeing in my parenting and to guide me step by step on the plan that works for my family according to my needs. You can open the description of this podcast episode or the YouTube video you're watching from YouTube and the link to apply to HIC Parenting is there. And remember, it only takes understanding to transform your parenting and break your cycle. I'll see you next time.